Welcome to Catholic Minute, a podcast helping people live the Catholic life. My name is Ken Yuzinski. Okay, here is the backstory. My wife, Janelle, and I have a YouTube channel called Catholic Minute, and it's where we offer our thoughts on living the Catholic spiritual life. When our YouTube channel hit 100,000 subscribers, we considered at that time taking our YouTube show to the podcast world, but we didn't. And then people started asking us to take our YouTube show to the podcast world, and we still didn't. Well, over a year has passed, and we have finally done it. This is episode one. So in today's episode, you will hear from Janelle and I about critical moments in our life that help shape our Catholic faith. Welcome back, everybody. So good to be here with you. Part of our faith journey, both Janelle and I uh, have rediscovered our Catholic faith as young adults, you as a teen, Mm -hmm. I as a young adult. And there was a significant moment in my life where I went to a, a retreat. I was, I think it was 19 years old, and I heard the gospel proclaimed in a clear and concise way. And there was an invitation given to me to respond to Jesus Christ. Basically, the invitation was, have you given yourself over to him? And so that invitation caused a response within me and said, Jesus, I want to live for you. And I had a profound experience of his love uh, that really did change my life. I wanted to know him more. So it set me on a journey of rediscovering my faith and also a great desire to share my faith came out out of this encounter. So that was significant for me. Uh, Janelle also had an experience Mm -hmm. on a youth retreat. Yes, that's right. So uh, when I was 15 years old, it was basically very similar to Ken. Someone uh, proclaimed... You know, the gospel message basically said, you know, if you were the only person in the world, God, Jesus still would have come and died for you. And that just hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, it's interesting how in different moments in your life, someone can say something and it really hits you. And other times it doesn't really. But it was like God's grace, it was his actual grace was there. And it just did something to my heart and it changed me forever. And, uh, you know, after that time, you know, I tried to live out my faith, but I realized I didn't have the fellowship in the community to surround me to help me to grow. And so obviously I was like grade 11, I think kind of slid back in some old patterns and maybe some inappropriate relationships. And, uh, but it was once I went to university, I had a, a second opportunity. I mean, we have opportunities all the time, but you know, when somebody actually invites you to commit your life to Christ, um, again, And I had that opportunity in a Bible study put on by a campus ministry called Catholic Christian Outreach. And it was there that it was like a point of no return for me. And uh, I'm just so grateful for those opportunities. So last night we were talking, uh, Janelle's like, maybe we should go a different direction on a video today. And so she's (laughs) like, well, so the suggestion was, well, what has happened in our life since those moments of rediscovering our faith that has really deepened us, helped to help to deepen our faith? and so that's what we'd like to share in more detail. Like, right. what, what are some experiences or things or, that have happened since your reversion or discovery mm-hmm. of the c- Catholicism that really have helped you in your faith? Right. Well, I think, um, well, I'll just go like back when I was about 18 years old I or 19, I went to a Bible college for a year. And that, I feel like, was a spiritual greenhouse. It was like daily adoration, regular confession, daily mass. Um, and just the community life, the fellowship, and everybody was growing and learning in their faith. And I feel like that really propelled me forward um, to develop some really great habits, you know, daily prayer, personal prayer, and making it my own responsibility to do get that in every single day. A love for scripture, a love for, um, you know, the saints, things like that. That was, so I would say that was a really big one. But 
I feel like in my adult life, you know, um, you get married, you have children, um, different things come into your life to kind of distract you. But you know what? It's those routines that I had placed and developed as a young adult that have really helped me. And I can see why it's so important to develop good habits. You know, whether it's making your bed every day, waking up on time, not letting yourself sleep in, sleep in, sleep in, you know, like, I just feel like it just, um, perpetuates itself. You know, one act of laziness then allows you to do another act of laziness, but an act of discipline then encourages you to do another act of discipline. And so it's really, I don't know. I just think I'm just so grateful for some of those habits to have been developed so early on in my life. Um, and we see in our, even in our children, some little, um, vices that are coming up. And we really want to nip those in the bud because um, we want to see a great life of virtue for all of our children. So, One of those uh, things, those habits that I've noticed that you've developed and it's in your prayer, I want you to share that with, when you write something. Oh, yeah. So I have to tell you, a, a couple of weeks ago, I think I shared how I lost my, I couldn't find my prayer journal because we had just moved. Well, guess what I found last week? <laughs> I found my prayer journal. And in that prayer journal, I write um, five things that I'm grateful for every single day. So ever since I was, I think it was 18 years old is when I started this practice. A friend of mine shared how she started doing this. And so I do. And I try to be very specific. Things that happened that day or the day before. Um, writing five things that I'm thankful to God that happened. And it really does change your attitude when you have an attitude of gratitude. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that's good. And then so now what we also do as a family every single day at supper time, we go around the supper table and we share three things that we're thankful for. And for the little ones, they don't always understand, like, what does that mean, thankful for? So we say, what are three things that made you happy today? And so, yeah, so like yesterday, our little Catherine, she's three, she shared... Um, was going to see the trees, the Christmas trees and the trains. So we went to a museum yesterday and we saw, um, it was just like an old um, boomtown kind of pioneer days. And they have all these beautiful Christmas trees set up, but there was like this train display and it was so incredible. But yeah, it's beautiful to see the, the wonder and awe in little, little people's eyes when they see stuff like that. So the, uh, the habits of uh, early habits, you feel like have really helped you. Is there oh, anything else sure. Anything else that stands out to you that you're like, yeah, this, this um, experience or this has really helped solidify my Catholic faith? Um, okay. I think this, you know, when you see people fall away from the faith, people that you, you've always known to think you, they would never leave, they would never leave. And then all of a sudden you're like, wow. How could they be wavering in their faith? And so that directed me to be more um, consistent in praying an act of faith. Because, you know, the, the gift of faith is a gift. It's not something that we can earn or merit, but it's something that's given to us by God. And so I feel like I need to do my duty and continuously ask God for that gift of faith. And so every single morning I pray um, that prayer that the angel taught the children at Fatima. My God, I believe, I adore, I hope, and I love you. And I ask your pardon for those who do not believe, who do not adore, who do not hope, and who do not love you. And I think when I say that, and I actually bring myself to the ground and I put my head on the ground, just as the children did um, in Fatima back in the early 1900s. And I just, I ask, Lord, Lord, I believe, I believe, you know, help me to believe more. And so just praying that act of faith um, helps me. And then there's also another act of faith that I like to pray, but anyhow, yeah. Okay, how about you? I feel like I'm doing all the talking here. <laughs> Today, well, that was the point. That was the no. point that you're not know, all the talking. See, I married up, friends, didn't no, I? No, Ken. <laughs> I'm blessed to be married to you. Well, thank you. 
So about me, what are the things that happened since um, since my coming back to the faith at 18 years old that really have helped me in my faith? Well, something a little bit more recent, I would have to say is taking much more seriously the writings of the saints in the spiritual life. Mm-hmm. I'm embarrassed to say that I was ignorant of some of these wonderful saints. Um, I don't know why. Uh, particularly the spiritual life. Uh, I I wish I would have discovered some of these saints right at the very beginning. But like like just how to pr- the the prayer life of Saint Alphonsus Liguori, for example, his insights into prayer, mental prayer, uh, his book, the prayer, gr- the great means of salvation. Like there's such wealth there. And I feel like maybe it was, was it, when did we start reading this? I, really seriously. I think your first one was Glories of Mary, wasn't oh, it? Oh, okay. That could have been too. That was a really, really good one. But like just so within the last six years. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm a little bit embarrassed to say that because I've been doing ministry. For 25 years. Yeah. <laughs> um. But my message when I would speak was was pretty narrow. It was a, a basic proclamation of the gospel, welcoming people to make a decision to say yes to Jesus. So I never ventured into some of these other areas before. But like like discovering Mary through the lens of St. Alphonsus, mm-hmm. the glories of Mary, un- unbelievable for me. Uh, discovering also the importance of virtue. And even what the virtues are by name, and then their vi- the vices, the opposing virtue to the vice, things like that. Because then during your day, you have something to think about when you're living. Mm-hmm. It's difficult to change something that you don't acknowledge. Sometimes we have a weakness in ourselves, and we're like, yeah, that's not quite right, but you can't put a name to it. So it's hard to change something that you really can't nail down and say, this is what this is called. Mm-hmm. This is the fruits of this in my life. And this is the opposing virtue. Name it to tame it. <laughs> Ooh, good one. So I heard that from my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so discovering this through the saints uh, has been wonderful for me. And, and, and like this channel has been open since 2014. So my very first video. They're kind of bad back then. <laughs> I've left them up for a purpose. So if ever, anyone ever wanted to see like what it was like before, they're all there. Some of them are kind of, I, I cringe when I watch them. <laughs> but uh, it's, so I've left them intentionally so you can see. But you'll notice if you go back to some of the old videos, there was more of an emphasis or a slant to positive living type messages. Uh Maybe getting some inspiration from the self-help section of the library. Now, I, I don't have a, I think it's okay to read those books, but I think I would have been much better to read the lives of the saints or something else. Uh, people who are rooted in the truths of the Catholic faith, who are, who are saints, who are holy, who are doctors of the church instead of that kind of thing. And, and, and so you can see going back to the videos that my, videos were influenced by that if you go back to more modern times now you can see well uh you'll see a very different type of message and so i think that has greatly benefited me Mm -hmm. 
particularly my friend, St. Alphonsus the Great. Mm-hmm. I just so appreciate everything that he has written and has really helped me. Mm-hmm. Well, here, listening to you speak, I feel like a big turning point for our marriage was when we consecrated ourselves to Our Lady, to Jesus through Mary. Mm-hmm. And that was officially like nine years ago or ten, almost 10 years ago because we had just had our third baby, Christina, and she's turning 10 this weekend. Okay. And we were doing um, 33 Days to Morning Glory by Father Michael Gately that my cousin lent to us. And that really opened up a, a torrent of grace in our lives. And and so I feel like all of these things, St. Alphonsus, learning about the virtues, that was all happened after we consecrated ourselves. That's true. So it's all Mary, you know, when in doubt, ask her to lead you to Jesus and she will. Is there anything else that you want to Well, you know, another, <laughs> I feel like I could talk forever, but... Um, my newfound friends are the holy souls. I really just love them. Oh, I don't even want to start crying, but I do. Um, I just feel like they need our help. And I'm so glad that God's imprinted on my heart a desire to pray for them. So I try to pray for them every single day. Actually, we do. We've, we've committed. We're lifers. We've committed to praying every after every blessing for our meal. After grace. After grace, we say, may the souls of the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in peace. So we're committed to that. But I also feel like just learning about them, learning about the sufferings of purgatory, and then um, just you know offering any penance that I can for, for them, that they would be freed from those sufferings and be welcomed into the beautiful kingdom of God. So like we are on a journey, and we don't share our thoughts with you as experts. Mm-hmm. We sh- we share them as people who are striving to learn our faith, get a better grasp on it, and then better live it. Mm-hmm. So if you ever get annoyed of some of the past messages or some things that were just like, oh, they could have said that better, we'll just recognize, hey, we're just like you. Mm-hmm. We're trying. We're reading. We're praying. We have a sacramental life. Um, and hopefully we look back five years upon this video and cringe a little bit and say, hey, we, I wish we would have known this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that means we got better. We grew in, in, our, in our faith. And, and I hope that process continues our whole life. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're black, backsliding. And there's no stationary thing in the spiritual life. Either you're growing or you're backsliding, but you don't just remain. It's like an uphill thing. Uh, you, don't, you can't coast uphill. Mm-hmm. That's right. So what are you doing to grow in your faith? Speaking of which, we have Advent coming up starting Sunday. So we'd like to invite you to our Advent journey. Five days a week, we're going to be releasing videos as we have other Advents and Lents, reflecting upon the sermons of St. Alphonsus Liguori to prepare us for the grace that God wants for us at Christmas. Um I always think that unless you, well, Jesus says, unless you seek, you don't find. Those who seek, find. And so we need to be intentional during the liturgical seasons to open our hearts to the grace that God has available to us. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do during Advent to prepare yourself for the grace of the Nativity, the Feast of the Nativity? You don't have to journey with us, but you should be doing something. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to journey with us, 
and you like the emails that we do in your inbox, it's probably the easiest way to get them, then just click the link in the, in the description or at the end of this video, I'll put it in the description, uh, and then sign up and then you'll see our faces five days a week. Actually, Janelle will be three days of the week and two of those days it'll just be myself because of mommy duties. She mm -hmm. can't always be here. So, okay. is there anything else you'd like to add? No. Okay. Um, but we always like to hear from you, so feel free to put a comment below and we will check that out. <laughs> Maybe we can get that part out. Because <laughs> we actually don't have time to read the comments. <laughs> I'll read the comments. <laughs> I read all of them. I'll That's scan right. through them. But, but you know, all the haters out there, I just I just flip through them. But, it, but it's the it, those who really show a genuine appreciation and say, hey, hey. I appreciate you. <laughs> but you know, like I actually like these things to stay short because I don't have a lot of time to watch videos. <laughs> but we were joking the other day that maybe we should call this the long-winded Catholic minute. <laughs> <laughs> Some people have been complaining. Hey, well, they, they don't anymore, but they use like, uh, this is false, misleading advertising clickbait because it's Catholic minute and we go uh, on and on. Oh. <laughs> Well, See, exactly. Yeah, if you have another name for us, let us know. But it's a Catholic <laughs> Minute right now. Thanks, right. thanks for watching. <laughs> that is it. Episode 1. Thank you for being part of our journey and lending us your ears and your heart. Now, to get future podcasts or videos by email, head over to canandjanelle.com. We'll see you soon.